On today's episode, we are going to take a look at Facebook. They just reported earnings and the company is up about 10% after hours. So let's get started. Before we begin, guys, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, the thumbs up, and hit the bell. It is earning seasons, and I'm dropping about two to three videos a day. Again, thank you guys for taking the time for watching this video. So let's get started. All right, so first, let's take a look at this company's stock price performance. Right now, like I mentioned, this company is up close to 10%. If we look at the all-time highs in like January of February, let's just do a February, which was closer before all this started. This company was sitting at $217. So this company is only about $5 away from there. So, so close to a 3% different. But let's take a look at how far this company dropped. Facebook actually dropped about 33%. It lost almost one third of its value compared to February. And one of the big reasons we're going to take a look at is one of the main ways and the biggest way that Facebook makes its revenue similar to Google is through advertisements. And advertisements um, is usually one of the biggest, one of the first expenses that gets cut off by businesses. So once the shutout started to happen, once the shutdown started to happen, investors were worried that a lot of businesses were going to cut down on advertisement. And this is true. We just took a we just watched Google yesterday and they mentioned that this, yes, this is happening. Um, but right now, it does seem that it wasn't as bad as expected. And that's why we're seeing such a great increase in price today. All right, so now let's just take a look at the results of their earnings. So this was for quarter one of 2020. Quarter one gap earnings per share were a dollar and 71 cents and it beat by a penny. Revenue was $17.74 billion and it beat by 520 million and that's up 17.6% year to year. Remember, just one thing I like to keep in track in all these videos is quarter one pretty much only takes effect of two weeks that were affected by the whole coronavirus, um, by the shutdown. Most of these earnings ended in late March and the close down and shutdown pretty much only happened in the United States in mid-March. So they've only experienced about two weeks. So I do think quarter two is going to feel a bigger impact, especially because we have pretty much the whole April of, of close down. All right. So now let's take a look at some of the highlights for this quarter. Like I mentioned, revenue rose about 18 percent. Operating income jumped over 78% and that's due to higher margins and net income more than double compared to the same time last year. Usage came in slightly higher than expected. And you might go like, hey, Jose, no duh, they came out higher. A lot more people are home. But one thing to keep note on is these analysts actually, these are moving numbers. So analysts keep, keep updating their estimated numbers. And after seeing Snapchat yes, last week that provided great, great numbers in active users, these analysts also updated those numbers. But even after those updated numbers, Facebook still did really well. Daily active users at 1.73 billion on average for March, and that was up 11% versus the expected 1.7 billion. Monthly active users were 2.6 billion as of March 31st, and that was up 10% versus the 2.55 billion expected. Like I mentioned, Facebook does say that they saw a significant reduction in the demand for advertisement as well as a related decline in the pricing of their ads. And that makes sense, right? If there's less ads going around, then there's less fighting between ads. So the ads actually drop down in price. We're going to end up looking at this company's balance sheet in a bit, but liquidity was $6.3 billion as of March 31st. But it's gonna probably be about 10 billion, it's probably about $10 billion less right now because Facebook just invested 5.7 in Reliance Geo 
and they had to pay five billion dollars to an FTC settlement. And that was like, who the heck is Reliance Geo or Gile? And I had to Google it. So Reliance Gile is just this communication telecommunication company with a lot of different companies in India. So it's this major um, this major communication. Uh, application and uh, business in India and one of the things I saw they're doing is Facebook is actually using their WhatsApp so you can actually order through WhatsApp for groceries and I think that's actually pretty smart and one thing I, I think is good is this company has plenty of cash to go out there and buy different acquisitions at the moment Facebook also just purchased is purchased some form of video conferencing to make to rival zoom so stuff like that it shows you that this company is spending money when it needs to and right now companies are actually pretty cheap due to everything dropping so in my mind companies that have cash right now should actually be using that cash to to buy products that are gonna help them grow in the future and facebook does seem to be doing that so even though facebook did say that they saw a, a decline on ads Facebook also mentioned that in the early April, in early data of April, they're seeing data that shows a little bit more promising. So obviously they didn't, they didn't give any numbers, but just they're saying that it looks a lot better than expected. And, and then finally, Facebook says that they are focusing on enhancing their key services. So right now the, the two, the major ones they're focusing on is real-time video experiences and live game streaming with a lot more people communicating with other family members through, through webcam and stuff like this. Facebook believes that's a huge portion and live game streaming. I think they, Facebook is another one um, that I'm pretty bullish on, pretty bullish in the esports sector. And Facebook has also entered that sector with these live gaming streaming. And right now with more people being at home, more people using computer, more people live game streaming, more people even on YouTube is helping out this type of platform. All right, so now let's take a look at this company's revenue breakdown. So total revenue for this company, like I mentioned, was 17.7 billion dollars. Out of that 17.7 billion dollars, 17.4 comes from advertisement. So we can see why a lot of investors were worried about this company, and we saw that big drop. Only two 297 million dollars. So what's that? That's probably like three percent. Not even probably. Not even three percent comes from other. And other is just the other segments that that Facebook has. And this would be like their Oculus Drift. And the only other thing I want to mention here is operating margins. Operating margins, same time last year, was 22%. Right now, is 33%. And that actually helped this company's total net income increase dramatically. Another thing that helped this company is effective tax rate. Effective tax rate for this company last year was 30%, where right now is 16%. So this company was able to keep a lot more money after taxes this year compared to the same time last year. All right, so now let's take a look at this company's income statement. And we already talked about the revenue. There's not much change in anything else. The only one I really want to mention is research and development. A company like Facebook is a technology company. If you guys have been watching my channel, you guys know that I personally am a fan of seeing research and development increasing. That means they're working on a lot more projects. They're, they're working on developing, of strengthening their cores and that's what I like to see in a business, um, especially in a technology business, right? You have to make sure everything is up to date. Last year, same time last year, they spent about $2.8 billion in research and development. Right now, they're spending about $4 billion. That's definitely good to see. Next, let's take a look at this company's balance sheet. And again, if you guys have been watching my channel, you guys know that the balance sheet is my favorite. It's my favorite statement to really take a look at. 
So right now, let's take a look. Let's start from our bottom way and work our, from the top and work our way through the bottom. Total current assets. So total current assets this year were $69.3 billion compared to last quarter. Last quarter was 66.2. So an increase of total current assets by about $3 billion. And the main places where this comes is actually from cash and cash equivalents and marketable securities. If you guys don't know cash and cash equivalents and marketable securities are assets that can actually be turned into cash really quickly. And to me, these are the ones I like to see. So cash and cash equivalents right now is sitting at $23.6 billion, and that's up about $3 billion compared to just three months ago. The second is marketable securities. Marketable securities is $36.6 billion, and it's up about a million a billion dollars compared to a quarter ago. There have been a little drop in the other current live current assets, but nothing to really throw a red flag. But look at that. This company has about $60 billion of cash at hands. Next, let's take a look at total assets. So total assets for this company is sitting at $138 billion compared to $133 billion just a quarter ago. So that's about a $5 billion increase. Remember, we saw about $3 billion increase from total current assets. The other $2 billion actually come from property and equipment. It seems like this company bought $2 billion worth of new equipment and property in the past quarter. That's again, nothing nothing crazy and nothing else in the total asset in the asset sheet is really giving me a red flag. Now let's take a look at liabilities. Let's just go straight to total current liabilities and total current liabilities compared to just a last quarter are pretty much flat. So when they're pretty much flat and I look through the numbers, there's nothing that has changed dramatically. So there's no real reason to dig deep into them. Next, let's take a look at total liabilities. Total liabilities compared to just a quarter ago increased by 700 million. Right now sitting at 33 billion where last quarter it was at 32.3 billion. So again, not a big difference. And one thing I do like here is Facebook does not have any long-term debt. And this shows this is actually pretty happy facebook has such a strong balance sheet and if you guys have actually been watching my channel i have constantly been doing the top companies i've been buying throughout this whole process and i'm not gonna say i'm lucky or i'm not but the top some the ones that have made those lists constantly that i've been buying dramatically in this past two months have been facebook have been Google, have been Microsoft. So I'm actually pretty happy with how all these have turned out. Again, I'm here for long-term investments. So even the 10% increase is not something to really jump up about because I'm here for the next two or three years. All right, so finally, I'm here in SeekingAlpha.com and I like to use Seeking Alpha because I like to look at their annual earnings per share estimates and look at the forward PE ratio for the company. And this helps me determine if I think the company is a little bit overvalued, undervalued, or fairly priced. For December 2021, this company is expected to make $9.39. So with $9.39, this company at the current price of let's say $210, actually said let's say $215 to see where it might end up. So $215 divided by $9.39 give this company a forward PE ratio of 22.8. To me, uh, a company like this, anything below 20, I think it's pretty cheap. And we can see before this jump in price, this company has actually had a forward PE ratio of less than 20. And that's the one of the major reasons I have been buying constantly Facebook. Right now sitting at a 22.3, it does not seem overly priced, but it's not, it's, it's not actually screaming to me to really jump in right now. 
if I want to nibble a little bit here and there, that's um, it, it. It's like I said, it's not overly priced. It's not. It, it seems pretty valued, equally priced right now. A pretty nice value. Um, and one thing, right? We can see, right? This is a growing company. Revenue estimates for this year is supposed to be 74 billion. For 2021, it's 94 billion. We're seeing this company is continuing to grow revenue. We see this company has such a strong balance sheet, and that alone, just that strong balance sheet gets me so pumped about this company that it kind of sometimes takes away and even proves that it's a little bit more undervalued. I mean, when you have no long-term debt and have about $60 billion in cash, with all the cash, you can pay off your total liabilities and still have cash like left over. Those are companies I like to invest in. We're seeing user growth. The only thing I do wish is I, I wish Facebook was collecting more revenue outside of advertisement. But right, Facebook right now is in so many strong platforms. They have Instagram, they have Facebook, they have WhatsApp, and they're constantly trying to fight the current trend that's keep that's keeping social um the people's awareness and and eyes on. And I think that's pretty smart on Facebook to do. So like always guys, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Let me know what you think. Make sure to subscribe, post a thumbs up, and check out my other videos. I actually just did Boeing. And next, I'm not sure if I should do Microsoft or Tesla. So let me know which one I should do next. Take care guys and have a